Hello and welcome to frame 10 of Me 1 versus Me 2 Snooker. There are some very shame faces uh, in the room today at the frame 9, uh, which was a bit of a, an apocalypse for Me 1 versus Me 2 Snooker. A lot of things happened, uh, some drink was drunk, some things were said that maybe people didn't mean. Um, but we'll try and draw a veil over it. We're here with Me 1, Me 2, of course, playing each other at snooker. It's currently 5-4 to Me 1, uh, who won the frame against a drunken opponent. Not surprisingly, he won that, possibly. Um, also, of course, commentators 1 and 2 will be joining you later. Uh, this is Richard Herring, obviously now speaking. You'll recognise my voice. Uh, and um, Referee 2 is still here. Not much uh, shock or opprobrium from the public about the departure of Referee 1 last week. I don't know if if anyone here expected more. Uh, a man who's worked in snooker his whole life just cast aside in a sport. Maybe trying to leave behind its amateur levels. Maybe there are, there's collateral damage in that. Uh, but is that right? Is it right that... A man who's de dedicated his life to refereeing snooker quite inefficiently should just be let go for a younger man. Meet referee two. But only one person complained on uh, Twitter. No one else has really mentioned it. Uh, anyway, uh, I'll, I'll start with an email uh, from uh, Michael Peart, or Pet. Uh, Your podcast is a gift, he says. I'm a full-time athlete working hard to try and make the team for this summer's Olympic Games in the sport of archery. That's the calibre of people who are listening to this podcast. That is important. Training on our sport takes many hours, about eight hours a day, six days a week. And the vast majority of this time is spent on my own, either standing in the middle of an empty field or at the moment in an equally empty aircraft hangar. Just me, my bow and the target. To say I get bored is an understatement. I've been doing this now week in, week out for over seven years. In the last few years, it's been getting so bad, I've found myself doing almost anything to try and relieve the boredom. Even listening to some podcasts that any normal person would skip in a raise in a heartbeat. I don't know which ones he's talking about there, but there are many poor podcasts out there available. Luckily, unfortunately, not all are as professional as this one. I would listen from the start to finish, as even this was preferable to the utter loneliness I would face once my podcast friends, inverted commas, stopped talking. I think he might be a bit mentally ill, this man. But that's all right. We're, any, we're, we're equal to all mental states here. Uh, just because there's sanity down in this basement does not mean uh, that we look down on the possibly insane people out there in the real world. It was during one of these desperate dark days I came across your fantastic podcast. Thank you. Uh, Love the show, Steve. Not only was it totally entertaining and engaging, that's right, it is, it gave me the idea. Why not use the Me 1 versus Me 2 ideology as part of my training? So now it's no longer eight days of isolation. It's a snooker cue falling in excitement. It's an eight-hour intense battle of wits and skill for the dominance of target. Me one shoots white arrows and me two yellow ones. That makes it a bit easy to differentiate between the two. I think that's kind of cheating. And they take it in turns to shoot first. I can tell you it gets pretty insane sometimes, as I said, making no judgments. I know you have first-hand experience how nasty the rivalry can get, and please remember your me one versus me two are just playing for podcast glory, in inverted commas, just. Me, my, my me one and me two are hopefully playing for the chance to compete on the greatest stage the sporting world has. Which is exciting. I hope they both make it. It'd be interesting if you're allowed to enter them both into the Olympics. At the moment, it's 6-4-2 wins to me one and 5-9-2 to me two. Me one streaking ahead there uh, in the same way as maybe he is here, proportionally. The final selection is not until the end of April, so there's still everything to play for as me two knows it. 
So again, thank you for saving my career and possibly my life, if not mental health. Yours, Michael Piet from the Archery GB Olympic training team. He's got an iPhone 4S. 64 gigabytes he's got on there. So um, that's uh, I'll put his photo up as the, as the main image for this podcast. Uh, I'm very excited that... Some people have been mocking this podcast, saying it's not a serious sporting podcast, which it absolutely is. Some people, um, uh, you know, think it's boring, but I think you'll see that the techniques learned in this podcast are being used by top athletes. I'm not saying me one and me two here in the room are not top athletes. That's the last thing I'm saying. Um, I'll give Lewis Hardwick a little uh, airtime as well. I think he's emailed a couple of times. Dear all, this week's snooker podcast would utter bilge. The introduction of referee to number two did nothing to appease those of us who find the official doom of this so-called sporting contest beyond the humorous. I'm sure Mr. Richard Haynes is a busy man, as am I. Frankly, I could descend into my own pissed-up utopia. I don't need to listen to a wet, washed-up snooker player or two doing the same. Only one of the snooker players got drunk. The others were just giddy uh, by osmosis. And the risk of being disgruntled from Nottingham, the following observations apply. One, the complete disregard of listeners' comments and emails. Hopefully that has been addressed. Uh, this week two blatant product placement albeit no lemonade product mentioned uh, some tom three some tom full substitution of referee number one whose performance must fall in the jurisdiction of mr rich tearing the invigilator pissed i don't understand what he means number four the usual inaccuracy in scoring by referee number two pissed well, i can only me too was drunk last last week um so don't judge everyone by that i thought referee two did a very good job for his first outing the young man coming in i didn't notice any errors if you can Catalogue any errors do you do see? Do send them in, but they need to be more specific than this. I, I, I thought he did a great job whilst everyone else was losing their head. I thought referee two stayed very sanguine and calm. Uh, I don't know how about referee one. You know, I don't know again how you feel about this. This is the only week where, as an impartial listener, I've actually leant towards supporting one player over the other. This has been brought about by the shambolic nature of officiating, invigilation, and production of this sporting event. Naturally, my complaints are mainly directed at Mr. Richard Herring. He may remember that some weeks ago I wrote to him regarding some similarly shambolic scoring. I only hope he polished off the rest of the cognac. I hope it was cognac. Of course it was cognac. That was Lewis Hardwick getting a right to reply. I can't agree with everything he says, but I'm not the kind of guy who lets negative criticism just go by the by. Um, I, you know, I actually almost revel in that uh, negative criticism. Um, which we may, uh, I may try and record a couple of podcasts today because as some of you will know... Um, the basement where me one versus me two uh, play is about to re be renovated. It's very similar to when a you know a football major football team decides that their football stadium isn't quite good enough for the event, and so um, really there isn't enough room in this room for a snooker table. So we're going to take a wall down, uh, open the space up a little bit. There's going to be some other renovation in the house as well. This isn't just the only thing I'm doing. And to be honest, I didn't just do it for the snooker in case you're worried about my mental health, which you don't have to worry about. I'm perfectly sane. Uh, but then it may be difficult over the next five months. I'm not going to be living in this house. I don't know if I'll be able to bring the snooker table with me. It may be difficult to carry on uh, with the Me One versus Me Two snooker. I'm just warning you. Uh, the players all drinking Diet Coke today. Other colas are available. Um, but uh, if you live... Uh, uh, if you live somewhere that I'm going to be on tour, then uh, please do, uh, and you have a snooker table and you want to, uh, you know, host a Me One versus Me Two snooker event, then do let me know. Uh, or similarly, if you have a snooker hall, really has to be a six by three table, I think, though, in your snooker hall, if you're going to do it. Uh, talking of the tour, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, coming up the 14th of February, Valentine's Day in Canterbury, with What Is Love Anyway, be a very exciting gig. I think that's selling pretty well. 
15th in Leicester at the Leicester Comedy Festival. 16 Wolverhampton, only 30 tickets left there. Uh, so get in ahead with that. Uh, 17th in Didcot, which I think is selling well as well for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, 18th in Worcester, which I think I went to last year. Uh, let's just go into the next week. Oh, and then I've got a few days off, which is nice while I move. Uh, on the 20th, I'll be recording the DVD commentaries for Series 2 of Fist of Fun. You can get Series 1 from www.gofasterstripe.com. And just in case, next week, 22nd, Harrogate, 23rd, Sheffield, which always sells well, 24th, Doncaster, 25th, Barnsley, and only key for those are selling particularly well, 26th, the whole truck. Then I'm going round to Stuart Lee's for dinner on the 27th. Um, but remember, if you do come along to these gigs, as many of you are, you can meet all of the players. Come along with me. Um, just to, just to, for the ride, really, just to stop me getting lonely. All the every, all the referees. The only person who doesn't come is the invigilator who was here a couple of weeks ago. He's uh, He seems satisfied that there's no shady shenanigans going on, especially with the referee change. I think that has made him realise there's nothing going on. But anyway, I think it's time to meet the players. Me one is just chalking up the queue that you may have heard clash onto the floor. Uh, the chalk working quite well now. So well done to Triangle Chalk. Strange. Uh, and um, hello, me one. How are you feeling? Well, Richard, um, I um, I'm glad to be back ahead. Though I, I do have to say, I, I feel like last week I was at an unfair advantage. Me too was increasingly drunk, which I think affected his play. Um, I am an honest man. I'm the normal man, uh, as well, many of my fans are calling me. And someone wanted uh, your book, I believe, Richard signed by the normal man. I didn't even write the book; it was your book. So, um, but I did sign it, the normal man. Uh, is catching on. Not enough. I'm not Mr. Enough or Mr. Pork Bellies. So, um, you know, I am a sporting man. I am prepared, if Me Too wants to, I am prepared to, because of the unusual circumstances of last week and the emotional turmoil, to not allow that, to let that one go and not count that. Fuck you, Me One. It will stand. I, it doesn't matter if I'm pissed or sober. I can take you with, I can take you with both of my hands tied behind my back using my cock to steer the queue up and down the table. That's how shit you are at Snoop. Well, me too. Um, it's not really your turn to speak, and I don't appreciate the profanities in that. Uh, or the, I don't think you could be me playing with your cock and not your hands. Uh, I've seen your cock, remember, and uh, I don't think it's up to, the, up to the task. You certainly couldn't use it as a queue. It makes, even as a short queue, it would not suffice. But... Um, it was an offer there. I'm happy to. I'm happy to let it stand, of course, if that's what, if that's what you wish. But uh, it's it's my turn to speak now. Uh, so me one. Uh, are, you, are you are you hoping for victory? Well, if I win today, of course I'll go two frames ahead. I mean, there is a danger, Richard, that um, you know this frame, the next frame could be the last couple of frames. If I can get a couple ahead, who knows? By September, when this may, may return, um, I mean, I'm hoping we can carry on playing. It would be awful. I'm, I'm getting into form. I'm just getting some good breaks together. Uh, but you know, it may be, it may end, just at the whim of you, our creator. Uh, and um, so, you know, I would, uh, I would just say, you know, I, I hope to go. Uh, it'd be nice to leave it with a couple, me, a couple of frames ahead, as I think I deserve to be. Uh, and me too. We'll turn to you. You have interjected, which again, I would ask you to bear in mind. This is a sporting event, and we don't, we really don't want. We're trying to get proper sponsorship. We're trying to turn this into a proper sport. That's. Uh, how do you feel it, it went last week? Well, look, I was very upset about a few things. Um, and it wasn't any anything, you know, I'm, I'm, congratulations to me, one on his engagement. If that's what he wants to do, he can live the life he wants. It does impact on my life a little bit. I, I, you know, I thought we would always remain young and 
single and do whatever we wanted. That's what I hope to do for my whole life. If he feels he needs some kind of companionship, then you know, good luck to him. If he can't, if he can't cope alone, I'm 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 pretty happy as a lone wolf in my life. I have to say, I should interject, Richard. This is me one speaking. Obviously, you'll recognise my voice. Um, that my fiance does not does not enjoy this podcast at all. She is actually thinking that it's un, uh, we're all wasting time here. That we could be working on proper jobs, like writing work we should be doing and film treatments. Uh, she thinks it's the first one was quite funny, but then it's gone on long much too long, and the last one was self indulgent. She compared it to five year olds acting in a play and then pretending to act, which I, you know I found a little insulting. It wasn't enough for me to call off the. The wedding, but you know, my fiance doesn't really approve of this. Yeah, your fiance doesn't approve. You make me sick. It's so under the thumb. So it'll stop. It'll just be me playing snooker on my own. Me too. Just then I'd have to play myself. Who would listen to one, a me too, playing himself a snooker? No one would be interested in that. It has to be two different personalities, not just me just playing aimlessly against myself. And look, I will never, me too, I will never leave this behind. Just whatever my wife or girlfriend, fiance might say, or whatever state she's in, or whatever my second wife might say. I will always do this. Look, I, it's nothing personal against you, me getting married. I, you know, I still love you. I still care for you. I feel it. I, you know, I worry that there's some kind of homoerotic subtext to this. I know that you are deeply attracted to me, and I'm a little attracted to you. And I know sometimes when you play with yourself, I know this, and I know I do, that you're thinking that the, the cock you're playing with is, I think it's me too's cock sometimes, rather than my own. I'm imagining that, and I'm sure you do the same. And it doesn't mean we can't have that bond. I know we can never directly, we can never exist at the same time. We can never directly pleasure each other. That's the tragedy of our existence, our disparate existence. But we can imagine it, and that's all right. Whatever goes, they can imprison my body in marriage, but they cannot imprison my mind. Whatever goes on in here, we can leave. So you don't have to worry. I'm going to carry on playing snooker. This is my life. I want to show you, me too, that drink is not the answer that debauchery is not the answer, going off with loads of girls is not the answer. I've got to show my young fans out there that clean living, uh, uh, stable background, these are the way, this is how you'll become a good snooker player, not with you and the embarrassment you caused last week. Well, fuck you is all I can say. Let's, shall we get on with the game? I mean, I can't believe you, everyone's like allowing this referee two nonsense to continue. Uh, referee two, I know this is invigilating. Referee one, nowhere to be seen. Are we just going to cast people off just so they don't fit into the corporate image of what this sport is meant to be? Who will leave next? Maybe me one, you'll go next. I doubt that somehow. I think um, I'm pretty safe. I think if anyone's going to go, it'll be Mr. Glug there. So, um, well, I mean, I, you know, I'm going to carry on, me one. I'm not, happy, not entirely happy about this. I just think referee one has been with us so long he was just the referee he wasn't didn't even have a number and I, I just think it's maybe we're losing something by maybe we should stand up to that well you're going to stand up to it you're going to are you going to boycott the game I, I can't boycott the game i've got to be here for my fans the many fans are coming now asking for my autograph i, I write fuck off on their program because I, i'm not going to give up autographs like that i'm not going to be cool but i'm going to be just prissy like you i'm, I'm going to be cool i am cool when i said i'm not going to be cool that was wrong Anyway, look, I think we should uh, we should hand over to commentator one, commentator two. This is Richard Herring speaking now. Um, I will take my leave, uh, and uh, let's get on with the with the frame. Yes, thank you, Richard. Commentator one here, around about to take you through frame ten. Uh, someone was asking by email, I forget their name. Uh, why traditionally uh, snoop commentators are talking hushed tones as if they're sitting by the table, and no one to disturb anything. 
But we don't, neither commentator one or me do. I mean, commentator two is often um, is quite quiet, but um, he, that's just him saying nothing. But we talk loudly, partly, I think, because the Tascam recorder is quite far away from where we are most of the time. Anyway, it's 5-4 to me, one. Controversial frame nine is over. Me two is going to break. He comes to the table. Remember, this is a game used in an Olympic training. Me too. Well, it's a bit of a disaster for me too straight away. I think he was trying to get the white ball down the table, but he's... This looks good for me one. He's gone in off. Uh, and me one smiling again. As it indicates to the crowd, it isn't just me that goes in off. In fact, it's probably equal. The in off situation, so stop calling me in off. It was what his smile and gesture there seemed to say. Anyway, here he is. He's at the table. He's obviously putting the white in the D. The reds are quite well spread out. There is one near to the top right-hand pocket. I think he's going to try and cannon a ball into it. He's done it. It's successful. A very successful shot. Me one looking like he means business. There's nothing on. He can hit the black. I don't think he can pop this. He could try and send it all the way down the table with a clip to the right-hand side of the ball, which is what he's done. He took my advice. It's almost like he could hear me, but he didn't go in. He's left the black down by the green. Now it's 5-0 to me one. Uh, and me two at the table where there's some peachy balls on here. So me two asked for his young fans. Oh, that was sublime. A lot of backspin on that as well. He, he potted that ball. He's come back. I think he's going to try and pop the pink in the bottom left-hand pocket as you look up the table. Um, oh, my goodness. That was a disaster. He, he, the pink just came straight into the black. I mean, the black was potted bang into the into the into the bottom left uh, pocket uh, but also the the green was then hit by the pink coming through and the green also went in so I mean, it's one of the most extraordinary shots I've ever seen in me one versus me two snooker uh, it's not very good news for me too he gets one for his uh, red but of course seven goes to to me one there but uh, that uh, will all be on blooper reels I think from now on they're very very funny shots um, obviously just my description will be on Bleeper Rules, we haven't uh, filmed it, but it was, given the number of balls there, it was it was quite an extraordinary, I don't even quite understand how the green went in, I didn't spot that, should have been looking, did you notice me commentator too? I, I don't think he did. Anyway, me one at the table, there's a, there's been some nice potting, um, some of it are the wrong balls, but uh, me one is going for another wrong red, oh he nearly got that! Oh, and a couple of the reds come down nearly just somewhere drop into the centre pockets, but they don't. So me too. Now at the table, there's a red, very much, a very easy red over the centre pocket, and he's got that no problem. Is it? And he's come down for that pink, the pink that caused him so many problems is now right on the ball cushion. Oh, he can't use it because of the uh, the gas meter covered. He's going to have to go for the chalked short cue which will make this a very hard shot but he's got it he's got the pink that will give him some confidence biggest largest break of this frame so far the pink goes back to its spot he's on seven referee two doing a good job i think um i miss referee one a little bit but i uh, think no time's changed things will move on i don't think they'll ever replace me commentator one certainly not with commentator two so anyway, we're on a break of seven uh, there's a red ball right on the left-hand cushion uh, near the centre pocket. Uh, can can me two push it up to the top? He can't. Of course he can't. Has he gone in off? No, he hasn't. But that's seven much-needed points to me too. And I think the air of sobriety is not a bad thing here. I mean, I think 
Perhaps the drunkenness last time was fun for you to listen to, but this is a serious snooker podcast. Miwan is going for a red into the centre. He's having to lean over the Tascam a little bit, watching now that he's not draping his cardigan that he's wearing today in a casual fashion onto the scoreboard. That was a lovely shot. He's got it. He's not only got it, he's nudged the pink towards the pocket. Not quite. He's actually made it a little bit of a harder shot. He's going to go for this pink. Needs to flip it. He's got it. Is he called the top break, has he? Oh, but they don't call him Mr. Pork Bellies enough for nothing. He got the pink. A little bit unluckily, the cue ball came right back down the table. Can kissed the yellow and went into the pocket. So although he looked like he'd equaled Me Too's break, he only gets a break of one and six points to Me Too, putting Me Too ahead for the first time in the frame. Me Too. I think he was a bit nervous at the beginning that he was that things were like, weren't going to go his way, but now it's looking like he could bring this back to parity. Me too. Oh, but I spoke too soon. He, he. I don't know what he was thinking there. He tried a very long and difficult red, but he put like forward spin on it rather than backward spin on it. And he went in off. So who is the one going in off? Who is it? No one knows. It's seventeen fourteen. To me, one. To me, one has a pretty easy red on here. And then maybe you can pull back to one of the lower colours, we'll see. Or maybe he'll pull up the table. No, he's come back. I don't know what he's gone for there. He's potted the red, of course. Uh, the yellow is maybe his best bet, just watching out for the Tascam here. He's got the yellow, but unfortunately the cue ball is coming back up the table. We hit the brown, but I think he may still be okay. There's a couple of... Uh, this is me, one, right? Yes, it is. Referee two is very clear about that. So he's on the break of three. Two reds right at the top right hand corner. Could get on the black here if he plays as well. Oh! <laughs> well, there's uh, some good snooker and there's some bad snooker happening here today. He got that red, as you may have heard. But uh, I think trying to keep the ball up that end of the table, he didn't really put the spin on it. So it's three points to me one, four points to me two. It's 20 plays 18. The, uh, in off again, of course, for me one. But as you'll notice, I mean, let's not get Noel Edmonds on this. Me two has been doing. Just as many, if not more, in-offs in this frame. So let's not judge it. Me too, then, for one of the other long reds into the top right-hand corner. And he's got it. There's been some beautiful potting. Oh, that was unlucky. That was very unlucky. But you did hear what I said about the in-offs. The, he did that bit of he spun the ball away. The ball, the cue ball came down across the top cushion. Just not the black of his spot. And then that diverted into the top left pocket. So me one... Now goes to 24, me 2 on 18, most of these are foul shots, but some beautiful potting, mainly, you know, as I say, in the wrong place, but you can't argue with that, so um, unlucky me too, would have been interesting to see if he could have uh, built upon that break, um, there's a referee just looking for where the ball's, because he's taking the reds off, they've all gone into the same pocket, so anyway, that was me too, so me 1 now, there's three reds on the table, me one slightly ahead. This is a very difficult pot. I mean, everyone seems to be going for the pots, but uh, wow! Well, I mean, really, the standard of potting has been excellent. It's just been some very unlucky uh, in off. So not even you know, only one of them was really a, a bad play, and he's uh, he potted that beautifully. I thought it was too difficult. The pink on its spot, and he, he can get this down into the bottom right hand corner pocket if he's it's fairly straight. He missed it. He missed it, but at least nothing's gone in off. So me one has scored a point there. He's still very close. It's 25 plays 18. We're whizzing through this fame, and me too has a... That would have been, if he'd gone in, he was nicely on the red for 
So me too is nicely on that red. And he's potted it. Come back. What's he? Oh, he's come back for the blue. Very nicely. The ironing board's in the way. The vet, the iron is in the way. But me too is not moving it. He's that confident. Oh, but he shouldn't have been. He, the iron put him off. And he completely. I mean, that was a muff. If I've ever seen a muff. And if they say anything about commentator one, it's that he's seen a few muffs. The only person who's seen more muffs is me too. I think you'll get what I'm getting there. My cheeky joke. I'm using muff as a. A double entendre, both from a steak and uh, the hair around a vagina. So anyway, me too, uh, muffed it. And uh, me one, the, he nearly went in off. And uh, there's one red on the table. I mean, me one, he's not usually an ebullient player. No, they call him the normal man. He's not the very, very strong gay hole, But he's going to go for this, I think. He looks like he's lining up to try and pop this red. Which is almost on the pink spot. He's going for the bottom left corner from the top right pocket. Oh! Well, there are some, been some bloopers today. Well, nothing illegal happened there, but the ball you may have heard jumped in the air somehow. It hit the red, but jumped uh, and hit the pink. The pink jumped around, but we're all right. Me too. Has a difficult bridge over the green, but he might be able to get this. Oh, just missed it, and it's over the pocket. This could be me one. Will one player finally go two frames ahead? He's potted that with ease, with alacrity and ease. And now the pink... Looks fairly good for the centre pocket, I think. I and mean, he's thinking about the yellow as well. I can see him. Oh, he should have thought more about the pink. It just danced around the glitch in the centre pocket. It didn't go in, so me too. He has a chance at the yellow here. I would worry about an in-off here. He needs some side spin to avoid going in the centre pocket. Oh, he neither went in the centre pocket, but he, again, the yellow was a nice firm shot, but it... Just didn't just bounce around the pockets. Me one. I mean, this yellow, no one's playing for safety. Me one is stunned, played in a very simple fashion. Me two. Oh! I really wish we were filming this because that was an, an amazing shot. I mean, that that time the, the yellow ball hit the, the the bottom left pocket cushion, bounced between the two, sort of jangled, but no one was going to fall. Then came out and has come back right out to the centre of the table. And it's actually it's a good snooker behind. Behind the brown. So me too. Uh, who is behind? Can, can he see any of this yellow? He can't. He's going to come off the port cushion. And he's, it looks like he's just taking a guess to me. I don't think he's even adding this up. It was a bad guess. It was a very bad guess. Uh, me, one, calls for him to take that again. That's a miss. It's been called a miss. Four points to me, one. And this this could be the moment where someone goes two games at frames ahead. If me too doesn't take this a bit more seriously... Uh, he's having a go, he's been replaced by me too in a slightly different place, with the referee too in a slightly different place, I'd say. He's done exactly the same thing, and it has to be called a miss again, it's way off. Oh, me too is going to have to think hard and long and hard about what he's doing here, because otherwise this could be very costly. He's having another think, he's going for it again. Uh, this time he's hit the blue, brown, blue, I think it was close enough, and it's five points to me one. Me one is that's kind of on for the yellow, so me one's going to take that, even though I think he could get in the play again. But it's gone forever, I think, the way he's playing there. Oh, me one fucks that up. Sorry, muffs it up. Please don't sack me, Rich Town, just because I'm spoiling, spoiling the sport. But uh, he's left me two with yet and it's snooker behind the green. I mean, this one's a little bit easier to get, but uh, me two will be angry. He's got it, he's hit the yellow, so that's something. Me one, the yellow now by the brown. Can he get? I mean, he's, he's going to try and knock this into the bottom right-hand pocket. 
Whoa! I mean, that was amazing effort. And again, it, the corners of the pocket jangled around. There's been some exciting play here, and I don't think we can call me one the normal man. If he carries on playing like this, he's the super, the abnormal man, I'd call him. Uh, me too. Seems to be playing for safety there, and I think he's managed somehow, by luck rather than judgment, to create an, a snooker there, which might get him back in this game. Uh, me one coming up the side. Again, not really giving it much thought. And again, it's a miss. And oh, I can see a smile playing on the lips of Me Too now. Uh, and I don't think Me Too will be as kind as Me One was. I know he's making this happen three times. Uh, he missed him exactly the same way. So I don't know what he was thinking there. Me, it's a miss. Four points to. Me too, so is there anything he can do about this? Can he think of a better way of coming at this? He's not even really worked out how he missed it, so he's going to come up here. Oh, hit the green that time. Um, and yeah, it's a miss. So this is very exciting. I don't know if you knew about this rule. It's much closer, but the pocket is sort of in the way that way, so can we get it this way? Me one comes the other way. Oh, and he just missed it that time. But this is putting, it's now, and there's only four points in it, and it's another miss. And if me one misses this one, it's going to be power, it's going to be equal. Could have thrown this way. He's hit it this time. Phew. So there's only four points in it, me too. Very happy about that after the way me one treated him. He's going to double this into the bottom pocket, he's failed. But sent the cue ball well off the table. Me one. Can he win? Can he get two points ahead, two games ahead? He's going to try and pop this difficult yellow. He's missed the yellow. What an idiot. Um, and I think, uh, again, that's going to be called a miss. I mean, he gets uh, four. It's now even. 39 points all. That was a terrible miss. Um, Leeboy is going to be asked to play this again. He was just trying to fine cut it into the to the bottom right pocket. We missed it entirely. But he did it this time. He was made to play again. And now it's me one who's laughing. Oh yes, it's very exciting. The green right near the bottom, but the blue's in the way. Can it? Oh, he's hit the blue. So it's all happening here today. Me one gets up to 20, 41. Me two gets four points. He's now ahead on 44. I just can't be bothered to make that one play again. It wasn't a deliberate miss, I don't think. So, um, me two now at the table. No, I mean, he's just, that seemed to be just a, Pissing in the wind, to be honest. Me one now. The green is very much on for him. It's very near the Tascam. Once again. Oh, he missed it. It's coming back towards the centre pocket. It's not going to go in. Me too. The ironing board well in the way of this shot, but it's not going to bother him too much, is it? Unless the lights go off. The lights have gone off. He's not even waiting for him to go on. He's so confident. What well, stupid to be confident, and he should have turned the lights back on. He hit the green, but uh, missed quite an easy shot to the result of being in the dark. Me one. Long green. From the top right hand pocket to the bottom right hand pocket. Can he get this in? It's kind of along the right. Oh, nice try. I mean, I'm very impressed by me one. Maybe he's been practicing playing this game. And he's left me too with a snooker and a difficult snooker here again. I mean, this game could turn into the battle of the misses. He's missed by some way. He's hit the pink. That's bad news. It's been called a miss. Six points to me one. And uh, this is, it's weird that this is happening so much in this game. Can he come up that way? I don't know if he can. This is an incredibly difficult one. This could take, he's going to, once his life has gone slowly, he's just missed that. 
Hasn't hit the pink this time. That's four points to me, one. I'm not. I mean, this is referee two's rules. And really, referee one didn't seem to know this rule, really, about the playing again. And that, I mean, he's just getting nowhere near. So, it's a miss. It's been called a miss. I mean, this, this could be the end of it for me, too, unless he can, can work out what he's doing wrong here. He's going to try and know he can't come that way. I mean, it's almost impossible. So, he needs to... Just come a lot slower, I guess. No, I mean, he's missed again. And at least this is... I mean, I think me one feels sorry for me too. He's going to try and just hit this himself. Uh, he missed because uh, he was trying to do it left-handed. And I think he just clicked the pink there. So, the, I mean, this is turning into a bit of a travesty. I don't really like the way this is going. I prefer it when people were drunk. Me too has an interesting shot. They nearly gets it in. But it's me one's turn now. The green near the top. Right hand pocket, but most of the, oh, most of the balls are going down again. That one jumped in the pocket. Now the brown and the green are right down. No idea who that was. And referee two looks flustered. It's all been happening too fast for him. Was that me one or me two? I mean, it's quite important. He has no idea if only there was some way of turning back time and finding out who had just hit that one. But the referee's decision is final. The young referee. He looks troubled. I mean, at least referee one, whenever he came to these decisions, and the longer he waits, the harder it is to remember what that was, who was playing that. I, mean, I think that guy who emailed me earlier is going to be furious about this. He decided that was me too, hitting that. I'm not sure he's right. Me one comes to the table. He looks a bit annoyed. Uh, but uh, he doesn't need to be, because no one's put anything down. That one's gone quite well for him. Me too comes to the table. He can't remember. He's still hungover from two weeks ago. Me too. What a shot! That was the shot of the match! Oh yes, he hit the ball, it went in. That's what you can say. In again into the favoured top right pocket, almost like there's a slant on the table, maybe into that top pocket. But beautifully done, all up the table, so me too. Now trying to double the brown, and then he's done it! He's put himself on the blue! This is incredible scenes! This could I mean this is the blue could easily go in here. He muffed it, he just, oh, why? That was such an easy shot and he just, he just pulled it and he pulled it wrong. He got overexcited. It's four, 59 place, 57. This is one of the closest games ever. That could very well have been the shot that won it. Me one has a long blue. No one near, but it's coming back up the table. It would be terrible if that went in. It would be very bad luck. Not that I'm impartial. I prefer both players equally, as you know, commentator one. Anything that was said in the heat of the moment last week. Me too has a very easy blue here. He's got it. Well, that's right. He, he puts it in the lead. He hasn't done very well to put himself on the pink here. Can he double that into the centre? He's trying. He's done it! What prodigious play from me too. And in fact, if he gets this fairly easy black, he's got the highest break ever of 18. Oh, what a dick. He muffed it up, but let me just check. I think that means he's won. 22, then he gets 6, 20. He's on 68. Me one cannot catch him. So, incredibly, in a game that went one way and the other, where fouls really came into it, Me Too has won by the smallest of margins we've had for a while. Me Too on 68. Me one on... 59 uh, and me too will be kicking himself that he didn't get that 18 break 
which would have catapulted him into the stars. Let's have a quick talk with the players. Uh, how do you feel it went? Uh, me too. You must be happy to. Well, again, I mean, it's, it just shows how evenly matched we are, Richard, that uh, that, that we are at five all after ten frames. Uh, some people were predicting after the first frame that I would just get way ahead. Um, it seemed like a mismatch, didn't it, early on? And even in this frame, I mean, I can't quite believe me one made it. There is the question of whether it was whose go it was. In fact, I'm almost a bit suspicious that there's been a massive scoring error uh, and that the you know the 20-point marker was not moved along at the right time because it seemed to me me one got a lot further ahead than, than he was then finally ahead. Um, but the referee, too, who I like very much, uh, now, his decision is final. Don't think anyone's missing referee one. Uh, shame not to hear more from commentator two in the match this time, but maybe next time. Uh, but yes, we've done it, and um, I'm, I'm glad that we're back at 5 all. Me one, how do you feel? Well, Richard, I'm not saying I deliberately let him win that one to make up for the drunken one. I, I wouldn't say that, because that, you know, that would be unsporting of me, and it would be weak of me to allow that to happen. But maybe sometimes... When a referee misses a penalty at one end, maybe does he sometimes give one in the second half that isn't a penalty to to make up for that? That's that's all I'll say about it. I mean, you, you might say, well, if that's the case, I'd just like to say that you did seem to be trying very hard to win if you managed to throw that game. A, that would be against the strict rules of me one versus me two snooker, but also, you know, you would look, you look like you were really trying to win. So, well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I didn't do I didn't fix it, Richard. I'm just saying maybe... Some of my fans might think I was being gentlemanly and allowing him to win. But obviously I wouldn't do that because that would be against the rules. And I, I stick with the rules and the normal man. Uh, I think I'm glad people appreciated my more adventurous style of play. There was some amazing potting there and there were some freak shots uh, and amazing bad luck for both players. So well done, me too. I think we should uh, wrap it up there. And uh, thanks for playing. And, you know, no hard feelings. And, you know, if you ever want to think about me, that your cock is my cock when you're masturbating, Go ahead. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, you know, I'm just because I'm getting married does not turn me into a stone. It doesn't mean my heart is dead. It doesn't mean my my lust is gone. Any comments on that? Me too. It seems uh, I'm uncomfortable, Richard, with me one talking um, in that way about my penis. Uh, maybe it was my fault. I brought up the whole idea of using my penis to not as a cue. I wasn't saying my penis was that long. I was just saying we could use uh, it's strong enough to guide as a cue it really isn't strong enough to guide as a people sharp you know we're getting on a little bit me one but still let me have my pleasures um and i don't really like the homoerotic tone of this i there's a lot of things that i'm finding disturbing about this podcast and this tournament um i need to go away and have a, a think about my next move well thank you very much that's uh me one versus me two might try something uh unparalleled in terms of uh, me one versus me two snooker in doing another one straight away um, if there's time but uh, thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed it 5 all.